about animal rescue with our special guest, Casey Whitech, good friend of ours and also uh, an animal advocate. But uh, Lisa and I wanted to talk to you a little bit beforehand about some other situations where we might have needed to be rescued or we rescued someone else. Uh, so did you want to go ahead, Lisa? Yeah, I'm just going to tell my quick story of my little rescue dog um, because I just think it's a really cute story. So I, Daryl, and, and he has a totally different, so he's going <laughs> to chime in on this, yes, I know, I because he's a, and just remember when you, when you listen to this, that he's a liar. <laughs> and so keep that in mind. I'm not I'll, calling you a liar, but, you, but everything you say is false. Yeah. Um, so we were driving home and at our old house, when you went into like our subdivision, Division, there was like a mail room where you would get your mail and we pulled in to get the mail and then next to the mail room there's like dumpsters and I looked over and it was snowing really really bad and there was this little tiny white dog and I told Daryl I said um, oh my god do you see that little white dog and he said not your problem and he went in to get the mail so then the little tiny white dog started running towards the really busy street. And I looked at him and I said, my problem now. And I ran <laughs> after her and I just, I didn't want her to run because I figured if I ran after her, she would run farther away from me. So I sat in the middle of the snow. <laughs> and, and it's a blizzard. It was a blizzard. Yeah. And stuff sat on the ground and said, come here, baby. And she ran over and jumped in my lap. So I grabbed her. She had icicles like from her belly. She oh, was baby. frozen. Mm. It was whatever. So we drove around looking because she had a collar on. And mm -hmm. so, but no tags, just a collar. And we figured somebody had had to be looking for this beautiful dog. She was just adorable. And, um, we drove around, nothing. So Daryl said, "You go and um, warm her up, and warm her, her up. Put, give her a bath because she was dirty too. She had like just it was awful." And he goes, "I'm going to continue to look." So he drove around, still nothing. I warmed her up, bring her in the house. Um, we made signs and put them all over everywhere and said, "Found dog." Um, were they teeny tiny written in white ink on white paper so <laughs> yes. nobody would claim I mean, that's her? Exactly like, what you they had were. to throw something at them <laughs> you in order to for the glasses yeah. to read it. Oh, no, okay. It there's a dog that's lost. No, <laughs> because at the time Daryl was like, "You're not, you're not keeping this dog. There's just no well, way." Well, and I figured it, the dog was so cute; it had to be somebody's dog. They had sure. to be looking for it. So, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. I mean, this is seriously, you guys. This is the cutest dog on the face of the planet. We'll post a picture. Yeah, we will post a picture, but. Um, so we put up science, blah, 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 blah. So it was so funny because Daryl kept saying we had her for like two weeks and he'd be going, he'd go, hey, princess, is your name princess? Oh, is your name princess? And he's like, no, you don't have a name. You don't have a name. I'm not naming you. You're not keeping you. We're not going to call you anything. 
And I was just like, I'm not going to say anything because I fell in love with this dog. Like we cuddled. I just, I mean, and I have two other dogs who I love very, very much, but this dog just had my heart. And so after about, I think it was about three weeks. Yeah, I said, there's there's no answer on these signs yeah. and everything. So I said, you know, I know how much you love this dog. And I, she does. She just fit right in with the family. Good. I'm going, you can keep her. And I just cried because I loved her so much. So we um, we ended up taking her to the vet to make sure that she was okay. Um, wanted to get her oh, shots. Back up. We did take her to the vet the next day to make sure she wasn't microchipped. We did, because yes. we wanted to see if she if she was microchipped, we could find the people that owned her. So yeah, there yeah. you go. Well, before this, my mom had watched all my dogs overnight when we went on a hockey tournament with my grandson. And my mom was like, you know, this dog is ravenous. I mean, she like is starving. And I was like, then feed her more. I don't know. My other <laughs> dogs are fat. They say, you know, I was like, I thought, and she's like, she's skinny and she's starving. And I was like, okay, I thought she was fine. But if you think you need to feed her more, feed her more. So we get to the vet, and the vet says, I, I was like, okay, I want to get her microchipped. I want to get her shots. I want to, can you tell me how old you think she is? And the vet said, I think she's between nine months and a year. Um, she's like, I can definitely microchip her, but I can't um, give her shots. And I was like, oh, is it because she might have already had vaccines? She would be double vaccinated. Is that a bad thing? She's like, oh, honey, no. She's pregnant. <gasps> so pregnant. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, wait, what? She was so malnourished and so skinny that we didn't even know she was pregnant. Poor babies. And so I was, and now remember, well, you can't remember because you didn't know this part, but now I'm telling you, <laughs> Daryl and I are leaving to go on a cruise in two days from this day. And my mom's supposed to watch my dogs. So I'm like how pregnant is she? And she's like, well, we have to do an ultrasound. I'm like, fine, do, do whatever. <laughs> so we do, we do an ultrasound. We look, she's like, it looks like she's going to have these babies within any time from now to about eight days. Oh God. And I'm like, <laughs> we're going to be gone in eight days. My, so basically what's going to happen is my mom's going to fucking kill me. That's all I know. <laughs> yep. She doesn't want to watch two dogs. She doesn't want to watch three dogs. She doesn't want to watch seven dogs. Because going to lose her shit. She's, she's going to kill me. So long story short, my friend Deb ended up watching Fiona as, and that's her name. Her name is um, Fiona Eval Dublin Daisy. No, Dublin Lily. Yes, Fiona Eval Dublin Lily. That's she her. loves her a lot. Yeah, mm. I gave I give all my dogs four names, but this is Fiona. She's my love of my life. She had four beautiful, beautiful um, puppies. They were all very, very healthy. My friend Deb was the one who had her when we were on our cruise. She waited for me before she had her puppies to get home. The day we got <laughs> home from the cruise, she had all four of the puppies. And that's my rescue story. And we have her. It's been four years, and she is the love of my life. And she is a very sweet dog. She's and the sweetest. Oh, she's gorgeous. Yeah. She's so sweet. We'll stick with Lisa's version of the story. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, Daryl says after... he's the one who found her, but he's not. <laughs> mm, yeah, I don't buy it for a minute. Yeah. Was she named after Fiona and Shameless? Yeah, yeah she was. Shameless we named after. all we, of our we, dogs. We thought she was a little hussy. You know, you're just a little dog and you're pregnant, so <laughs> right. you're a Fiona. So, yeah, our first dog is named Tila after Tila Tequila. My second dog is named Bella after the Bella in the twilight, even though I've never haven't seen, seen, I haven't seen it, but she was named when we got her. So we kept it. Sure. And then Fiona is named after, uh, Fiona from the, uh, yeah, the block, the block from the, uh, the Gallagher's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shameless Gallagher. Such Fiona a good Gallagher. show. Yeah. Uh, that's a great dog and a great story. And I'm glad that she found you. Yes. Yes, and Debbie is a good uh, little veterinarian. Does it, She's I mean, amazing. Yeah. She had a whelping room. She mm -hmm. she did everything. 
Um, she called me in the middle of the night. I ended up at two o'clock in the morning over there with a three or four little dogs, three little girls, one little boy. We gave all of them to um, friends. So uh, Fiona gets to see her babies um, on a regular that. basis. That's so and, sweet. Yeah. We're really, really happy about that. That's a great rescue story. Yes, Fiona's a lucky dog. She is. Um, well, mine is kind of long. Brian, we cool? All right. So... Uh, 1976, I'm living in Ackworth, Georgia, and uh, me and my brothers would always go out in our backyard in the woods and play. There was lots of cool trails, and they would take their bikes, and then there were also these big bowls, and they would go rappelling, which looked like super-duper fun. Oh, wow. And yeah, you have carabiners and such. And anyway, what? carabiners, you know, like, so you could rappel down a... You know, the little Never clippy things, ropes. Wow, I'm, that's I'm, a big word. Yeah, that is, that's a, outdoorsy. Oh, wow. So, um, but it, that was mostly my brother's. But anyway, I felt comfortable enough in the woods with the trails and stuff that we used to go on to every day that I would be able to find my way back home. And you're five. I'm five. It's yeah. 1976. So yeah, my mom and I were going to go to the store and she was washing dishes or something. And uh, she said, we'll leave in 10 or 15 minutes. And I'm like, great, I'm going to go play in the woods for a minute. And she said, fine. So I went and in the meantime, since the last time I had gone with my brothers and I'd never been out there by myself before, uh, spring happened. There's green stuff everywhere. Kudzu covered all the trails. There's no trails anywhere. I'm lost immediately. And you know, my sense of direction or lack thereof, I have no idea where I am any given moment. And, uh, so I'm lost in the woods. So these woods go several miles deep, uh, past our house and then several miles wide. So anyway, I'm walking around and I see a tree and I realized about an hour in that I'm, I have no idea where I am and I, and I have no way how to get back home. And, and you actually, do you remember this story or 100%. do you, like wow. from your memory, not yes. from what your parents, yep. okay. their, their story is going to be a little bit different, but this is precisely for my I don't remember anything from when you I was lived five. It, I remember so you five know it. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and especially something. So this is probably where a lot of my memories started because it was so traumatic. So anyway, I found this tree and it had white flowers on it. And I think they were dogwoods or magnolias. I'm not really sure. But uh, I decided while I was looking to find my way back home, I would pick a bunch of them and make a bouquet for my mom. Yeah. So I had a a bouquet of flowers and I'm looking and I'm looking. And at this point, I'm not really alarmed yet. But uh, anyway, hours go on and it starts getting, you know, I can see the sun moving in the sky and everything. And I was a bit of a, a tree climber. Um, in my own backyard, but these trees were like sequoias or whatever. They're oh, too wow. big around. They're too high. Um, they're, the, you know, the branches are too high. So, uh, as I start getting more and more panicky and realizing, you know, that I might not find my way home, uh, that I couldn't find a tree to look around or yell for help or get my <laughs> bearings or whatever. And, and then it started getting a little colder. I was too young to be afraid of real things. Like I wasn't afraid like of bears then. Yeah, or <laughs> hypothermia. Yeah. I, I think I... Or, was there any bear sharks? There were zero bear sharks. Oh, approximately Phew. zero. Yeah. And uh, not enough hydration. It was humid, but not that humid. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't afraid of people or predators or anything like that. I was afraid of starving to death. I've always had an appetite. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I know I missed a meal or two. These flowers and look then, delicious. You know, and then the, the, the sun is going, you know, the other way in the sky and then I saw uh, helicopters and planes and I you know I'm an idiot I started screaming they didn't hear me of course yeah <laughs> and um, and then at some point in the late afternoon and this was you know nine or ten in the morning when I left 
the house. And then sometime in the late afternoon, I sat under a tree and I just started crying and praying and crying and praying. And it was really sad. It was really scary. And I might cry right now. Aww. Lisa's going to make fun of me. I'm not. But, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, uh, many hours had passed. And at one point, I finally see a man in the distance. And uh, I almost thought it was like a hallucination because I hadn't had a sandwich in a while. And <laughs> in like four hours. No, how many hours it, it was It was probably six or eight hours. Oh, okay. wow. That's a yeah. long time to go without a sandwich. Yeah. 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 And uh, I saw this man and he, he said my name. And he Aww. said, are you Shelly? And I said, yes. Are you and Jesus? <laughs> I did ask him who he was. And he said, Ernie. And I oh. said, Ernie, like Bert and Ernie? He said, yes. <laughs> nice. And uh, so anyway, he put me on his shoulders and took me across this little creek and walked me back to my house. And I was maybe only a mile, a mile and a half away from my house. I had walked more lengthwise than deep into oh, okay. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Deal with Elizabeth Smart. Right. And so as it turned out, my mom, when she couldn't find me, she had called my dad at work, which she never did. And my dad's in the Navy and he, you know, called the Navy and the Coast Guard and the whatever. (laughs) And there's all the planes, trains and automobiles out looking for me. And uh, in my in my memory, Ernie was the uh, Navy chaplain. And I think that God did lead him to me. And he said there was a little uh, creek. And he saw a snake, and um, the snake was pointing to where I was, which was kind of weird. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this I, I what was Ernie got some of those <laughs> fancy mushrooms out in the woods there or something, I man. Don't, that, that could be a tarot dream I had, or tarot. I'm not sure. Tarot. But in any case, I uh, never got to meet him, but I always wanted to thank uh, Ernie for rescuing Ernie. me. Oh, thanks, Ernie. Really cool. Yeah, and uh, otherwise I would have been eaten by bear sharks. Oh. Ernie and his snake are living in the Niagara Falls area now. Yes, they are. They're, they're in the Niagara Falls area. That is a very adorable story. We had very two, very two. Very I can't two. speak. To, I can't ever. I was going to say I can't speak today, but I could ever speak. Um, that was great. Two cute rescue stories. Um, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to be um, back with our guest, Casey, with um, her dog rescue stories. Yay. Woo. Hi, witches. I wanted to tell you about Tan and Tone in North Glen, Colorado. Tan in a bed, or as I prefer, spray tan for a glow on the go. It's an easy, affordable way to look your best, even if you put on a few quarantine LBs like me. Even if you can't go on vacation right now, get that tropical feeling at Tan and Tone North Glen. It's family owned, and they've been forced to close their other locations due to these COVID times. You'll feel good about where your self-care dollars go. Available in individual sessions and packages, treat yourself. Stringent sanitation procedures are followed, so you'll feel sunny and safe. Go to tantone.net, that's T-A-N-T-O-N-E dot net, to make your appointment or distanced walk-ins are welcome. Witches, welcome back. We are super excited to introduce you to my good friend, Casey Weidich. She is famous for a lot of things, but uh, we met through Relay for Rescue, 
which is a huge um, animal charity event that she started doing at my bar, Blake Street Tavern. And now she's doing it nationally. And she found a way to uh, make it super successful, even through COVID. I really admire this woman and what she does for animals is outstanding. Uh, There's a, a I owe my happiness to you right now for introducing me to Linus. That's a whole other story. It's a great story. But um, I wanted to start out by asking you, obviously, it's your passion. And uh, you're able to help so many animals and and take the time and make yourself uncomfortable to do so. When did you first start um, raising money to help animals? So I've actually been an event planner for quite a while. And it got to the point where I was planning event after event after event. It was for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I've, I have the ability to grab a crowd. Let's make something good of it. So you took your organizational skills and promotional skills mm-hmm. and then just they made some lemons out of lemonade. Nope, that's not how that expression goes at all. (laughs) That is not it. She made dog food out of scraps. I don't freaking know. Why are we always backwards? (laughs) Six out of five people think that that was wrong, Shelly. She took her gifts. She she spread her gifts throughout. She made lemonade out of lemons. Yes. Yes. So was Relay for Rescue your first? Yes. (laughs) I like it. Perfect. So is, is that your drink of choice, sangria? Well, if there's lemons and fruit uh, involved, then sangria. yes. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, All your major food groups are represented in sangria. So you invented Relay for Rescue. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about it, please? So like you said, it started back in 2017 was our first year, mm-hmm. and we only had six organizations. I don't know. I don't know if you remember back then. I had no idea. It was just kind of a trial run to see if people would even come. Right. And the six different organizations were different breeds of dog rescues, right? They were all different dog rescues. (laughs) Some of them were breed specific. Mm -hmm. Some of them were not. But we um, just tried it out as a traveling bar crawl slash scavenger hunt Mm -hmm. because we wanted there to be something for them to do. Right. You know, cause it, I mean, anybody can do a bar crawl, not, not knocking the just bar crawls, but it's so much more fun if there's competition involved. Right. When you were looking for the, when you were on the scavenger hunt, did you find puppies? Is that <laughs> what you were looking for? That would be awesome. So we were in the ballpark <laughs> district downtown. Okay. okay so, so um, and we didn't, didn't just scatter. Puppies. We didn't include animals at that point (laughs) and we actually deterred people from bringing their pets just because every single venue has different restrictions right yeah so i mean we we kind of just did what we were allowed to do right so anyways we had the scavenger hunt set up at every single one of the venues and that was the first year we were sponsored by tito's handmade vodka as well right they were so generous they were fantastic because i actually did just what the normal Joe Schmo would do and went online and applied just asking for a donation. And I was mm. thinking vodka, like, sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? yeah. That'll That'll like vodka. Makes a long day local longer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, literally like that was the only thought in my head was like, can you give us some drinks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that kind of, helps with the ticket price. Like people pay 50 bucks or whatever, but then they get a drink and then yeah, the game and the yeah. scavenger hunt and, and then the proceeds go to the animals. Right. right. And you have prizes. Right. Okay. So, um, I actually got connected to the district manager that same day that I 
I don't know, it was pretty close in time frame between when I applied and I got a call from the district manager and he's like, well, how about we do some kind of monetary incentive too? like throw in a couple thousand dollars and my job is still on the floor because they you don't just, get it if you don't ask, right? I didn't ask. Right? <laughs> and you <laughs> still got, got it. Anyway. Got <laughs> that was the great part. I'm like, well, Perfect. yeah, oh. yeah, absolutely. Like that would be incredible if you're able to donate some vodka and and money with, yeah right <laughs> because then there's more of an incentive for each one of the rescues to participate as right. well i mean like yes it's a good time yes it's for a good cause but if you're giving out three thousand dollars to the first place team like that's, they're motivated uh, yes exactly and now this will be our fifth annual oh, that's crazy, amazing crazy crazy she gets hundreds of people you guys when she's so influential it? when do when is when is the relay for rescues yes. So the Denver one is July 24th. So we're hoping that COVID will be over and you could do it normally at this point. Doesn't matter. You're going to mm. do it regardless. So we partnered with this amazing app last year called Goose Chase. Oh. That allows us to have a virtual scavenger hunt from wherever you want to be in the whole world. Oh, cool. I'm in. It is yeah, so much like fun. Yeah. It's, it's so like much your Pokemon fun. Go. Yeah. So people, all they do is they download the app mm-hmm. and they have to submit all the different tasks via text, video, or photo. Oh, fun. They are yeah, hilarious. Doing it. <laughs> if oh my you gosh. jump on the Facebook page, there's photos from different cities and videos of people trying to do their best impression of the worm, their, <laughs> their best impression of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. It's, it's so quite it, the Facebook page is the Relay for Rescue Facebook page. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, how exciting. Yes. Um, I'm just so excited to meet you. I just want to say um, the first thing is that a couple episodes ago, I had they, we had said what would be our favorite or what we would like to have as a podcast. And my three things were somebody who had an animal rescue. Um, Patrick Waugh as a guest and Melissa Etheridge. So thanks for being the first one. Next will be Patrick Waugh and Melissa Etheridge will be on the show. Yes. I'm so Slowly excited that you stopped, started that whole process for me. Aww. And yeah, yay. I mean, you what you ask for again, or you don't have to ask for it. Right. And it just happens. And, and I'm so excited. And we've been uh, looking for a charitable component, and it hasn't aired as of the time that we're doing this, but yeah. we did that game show last week. Yeah. Uh, Head Games, was it? Yes. The name of the episode. And uh, part of the rules was Lisa couldn't say and stuff I say and, that and I couldn't say the F word or smack my lips and we gave a dollar every time we screwed up which was only about six bucks I think it was but, eight but yeah it was all you right yeah uh, but we decided to give fifty dollars to relay for rescue from good witch bad witch yeah Aww. I know that's not going to make or break you but we want to give what we can and uh we want people to join in on your crusade it's just such an amazing thing you've done Kansas City what other uh, cities have you been doing and actually, this is an exciting breaking news moment. <gasps> oh, boy. <laughs> so, so we started news. in Denver. Obviously, this will be our fifth annual. We'll do our third annual in Kansas City this year. Um, we just hosted our second annual in Phoenix in January. Cool. Doing our first. It, so it's not, I don't know that you call it an annual thing if it's the first year. I call it an inaugural. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. So... That's what it is. Yeah. Um, in Austin. Primary, Primero. Yeah. Yeah. So that's in Austin on April 10th. Cool. And then we just secured two more cities in October. Are you doing this all yourself? Do you have a crew of volunteers? 
Me, myself, and I. Yeah. (laughs) You are a powerhouse. I can't even believe it. I admire you so much. That's amazing. It's insane. But so the cities that I just confirmed today, it's Minneapolis, St. Paul, and Milwaukee. Wonderful. Wonderful. Good for you. Congratulations. That's Ah, so cool. So excited. I wish this was a visual medium. You guys could see how pretty my friend Casey is. She's really pretty. She doesn't need to do all this stuff. She could get money just thrown at her by by breathing. And (laughs) that she puts this much effort and love and passion into what she does is really cool. Yeah, the the pretty is a bonus. So uh, she's going on a date tonight. Do you want to give a shout out to your fella? No? Not yet. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it on the download. We'll see how it goes. You'll have we'll to get me. back to that. We need to wait and see how well it goes. Yes. If, it, so if I, it goes well. Then we'll shout him out. Yeah, Perfect. if it does not, then... He's we'll a lucky fan. Let's just say one. that. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a question? I just really fast, and we're going to take a break in just a second, but I was wondering what animals you have. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Was this prompted oh, by no. any chance? I, uh, nope, we don't. I know nothing. Unscripted. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I own five labs and two horses. Awesome. I'm going to get back to that because I have a question about the horses. Not that I don't have a question about the labs. I love dogs, (laughs) but we're going to get back to that. We're going to take a little bit of a break first. I said that really fast. A little bit of a break, and we'll get back to you. In the middle of winter, the trees are bare. Welcome back, friends and witches. We are here with our friend, our new friend, well, my new friend, Shelly's old friend, Casey. Um, I had said before we went to break, I had a question about horses. It's not necessarily really about horses. My question is, um, when you do adoption, do you do any other animals besides dogs? Mm-hmm. So large livestock. <laughs> yeah, and- actually... So that's part of the joy and Relay for Rescue. We partner with so many different organizations and all it has to do or all it has to be is something involved with rescue. So we've had pig rescues apply. We've had rabbit rescues apply. We've had like farm sanctuary things apply. We have our first all cat rescue that is participating in Austin, which I'm shocked at that. There hasn't been more that have come forward. True. Right. Yeah. But in, I'm surprised to hear that too. Yeah, because yeah, there's diehard cat lovers. Cats out there. are big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe they hedgehogs. Think, What's the weirdest animal you place? Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> While you're there's... thinking about that, do think about that. Um, one expression that Casey had that I thought was really sweet is, you know, people always talk about foster fails. Yeah. And I know she does a lot of fostering, and she calls it a foster win when she ends up adopting the animal. I thought that was a really cute way to put it. Are all of yours foster fails, or where did you get some of them, like... Okay, so before we get too sidetracked here. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's our, yeah. that's our life. Yeah. We, These guys are squirrel squirrels. We're, we're so sidetracked girls. The strangest pet that we've adopted out is a pig. Okay. Yeah. Literally, a pig, like just... Full-on adult pig. Yeah. Sal. Okay. Yeah, yeah, big, big, big pig. Big old pig. Big pig. <laughs> but this year we do have Zuma's horse 
rescue ranch. Oh, wonderful. Cool. So I am stoked about that. Um, They're probably hard, harder to find homes for, I would imagine. You know, you need a ranch or a barn or, yeah. or whatever. Horses, that is. Yeah. 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 Oats. Yeah. You need yeah, oats. Yeah, you need oats. Carrots. Yeah. Well, and horses are no small... You like need some space. In, like, yeah, and they're expensive to yeah. take care of. I only have a one-car garage. It wouldn't work out for no, me. No, no, no. I think that the Humane Society gets mad if you put your horse in their garage, too. Oh. Yeah, just okay. so you know that. Well, or, just yeah. knock me out of that race. Yeah, well, you're not going to yeah. go ahead no. and be You can just that. come and visit mine. Perfect. I would love to. What are yeah. their names? Bambi and Leo. Oh. Did you get them at the same time? No, I rescued Bambi, mm-hmm. like not intentionally, but she just needed a good home out of Castle Rock. And she is a buckskin mare uh-huh. and she has the prettiest coat. We call her, actually, her name is Bambi. She came as Bambi. Mm-hmm. And depending on the season, her coat will kind of fade into like spots, oh, literally like Bambi. She's a beautiful, beautiful horse. And she'll come running through the pasture. You just call her Bambi. <laughs> she comes running like really, really, really excited. Like, holy cow, slow down. That's so cute. Is she young? Um, She's like in her mid-teens and mm-hmm. horses usually last 25, 30 years. So, oh, I mean, she's she's got the easiest life ever. She has no reason to be going anywhere anytime soon do you Lucky have horse. property or do you board i live on about 10 acres lovely oh, nice so they live with me perfect yeah it's perfect yeah they have um like three open pastures that are just for them oh it's wonderful that they sounds love so nice. it and then there's leo who's a retired rodeo horse was a barrel racing horse oh cool so rescued him Mm -hmm. so that he could just live out the rest of his years good got him out of the entertainment industry yeah 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 calm life yeah right so uh no segue here i just i I think your story about drools the pitbull is amazing and i want you to tell everybody about your power of social media for change and for how many animals got adopted because of really it started out with one post and then snowballed. Can you tell us the story of Drools the Pitbull, please? It's still surreal to me. Mm. So surreal. I never ever knew that October 22nd was going to be a day that changed so many lives. Mm -hmm. So just as a little bit of background, um, I was trying to find a dog that had been in rescue or in a shelter, actually not rescue because rescues typically are foster based. Okay. So they're already in a warm, a home. safe home. Yeah, home. Yeah. yeah. But shelters like this shelter in particular, they had dogs living outside 24 seven, which dog it, was it a no kill shelter? That's why it was there for so long or like, did they, or you don't really know. So th- they are a no kill shelter okay. and just, but it still wasn't the best of circumstances. They had too many dogs and not enough room to keep them inside. Got it. So um, I had heard through the grapevine, one of the other rescues that I work with told me about Drools, this dog that had been in the shelter for over 700 days. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, that just like crushed my heart. Like, Mm -hmm. why isn't somebody standing up for this guy? I'm like, you know what? I can't blame anybody else. And I can't complain if I'm not willing to help change it. So Mm -hmm. here we go. I'm moving in. 
And she did. I, she was the drills advocate. Yes. I, yeah. I literally moved into the animal shelter. Really? Four, four yeah. hours away from okay, her home. I, I know nothing about this. That I, this is amazing. I can't. Okay. Keep yeah, talking. So, I she walked the walk. I, yeah. yeah I, and I'm like, you moved into believer. his like little pen or in like a room. So or? he had an outdoor kennel. So oh he was gosh. one of the outdoor ones. Mm-hmm. So luckily I was able to stay in the puppy isolation room and, uh, Got a cot at Walmart or something, right? Yeah, I got the mm-hmm. best cot ever that I've... <laughs> what? She's now sleeping in, that's in her bedroom. In you know, her bed. I've, Which I've thought about it before. Number bed to a yeah. cot. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, it is wonderful. And Drools loved it too. Yep. But so for the first couple of days, like we just spent some time building trust and letting him get to know me and mannerisms, that kind of stuff. And so that I kind of knew his boundaries. And also he hadn't had a bath and I don't know how long. And he hadn't had it his his rabies vaccination yet oh okay. so to me those are important of course um so made sure that those two were taken care of and then we were snuggle buddies oh. from then on and he's mr handsome isn't he oh he's my God, such he's a, a good ham. looking dude he's a ham he's a handful mm-hmm. and so did you like post this on social media yeah. and then you, we were taking video doing like just like every day that you were there getting so the word out about the drools. first okay. day i posted a video like a selfie like Facebook live I've never done anything like that in my life so (laughs) it it showed a little bit more of me than the dog oh well I I was trying to to speak directly yeah exactly but it gave people a good idea of what the shelter looked like Mm -hmm. and where I was living they all got to meet drools and I'm like that's right folks I'm staying here and I am not leaving until he finds his forever home oh nice wow so how long, okay, I know you're going to tell the whole story, but how long were you there? I know that Shelly went down to check out Drools. Yeah. 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 Yep. So how long were you there and tell, the, tell what ended up happening? So I was there for two weeks and we had different days that were featured all about him. So one day was go to Starbucks day and he'd never been to Starbucks before. So it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a puppuccino. Hilarious. He did. Awesome. And he was afraid of it. Oh, <laughs> oh <poor babies. laughs> And then he finally like licked a little more and he's like, this isn't that bad. <laughs> but, um, one, one day was drool's bath day. One day was meet drool's friends day. Mm where I advertised on our Facebook page all of the other adoptable dogs. Awesome. Um, oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, so because they all need exposure. And right. they actually, that shelter, that's a Connor Animal Shelter, they yeah. actually had at that point uh, several different dogs that had been there for over a year. And I wanted to point out to everybody that uh, there were so many animal lovers that were interested, but it's four hours from Denver Mm -hmm. and it's in, you know, Podunk, it was in uh, Monta Vista, nothing against Monta Vista at all. It's a lovely little (laughs) town, but I'm just saying there's not not, anything else around. It's not on your way to anything. And, uh, you know, so Casey's isolated and she didn't probably get the um, response that you might normally, if it was in the city or something, because it was inconvenient for people. It was very rural. Right. Very rural. So I had no idea what what I was even going to get as far as a response. You know, because I don't, my page on Facebook, my Casey page on Facebook is private. Right. But I also posted on the Facebook page, um, the little video and what I was doing, that kind of stuff. And... I was was posting things every single day, like, you know, it's Drool's bath day, it's Drool's rules day, it's Drool's vet day, whatever, um, and featured that Drool's, like, 
something along the lines of getting flooded with toys and he got he literally got flooded like he we brought in so many toys in the kennel for him he was like kid in a candy store yeah Yeah. he he didn't know what to grab first and he's just looking around he's like are these all for me he's finally getting spoiled yes he was he was living it up drills Four. Oh, how awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe just my Fifi. Oh. So, yeah. Aw, he's... <laughs> Beautiful yeah. dog. He's a great dog. He's a pit bull boxer mix. So oh, just gorgeous. imagine that. Like, he's... Uh, I just can't even put into words. So like, he's small. Just kidding. <laughs> right. He is a powerful just, just animal. Like, like elephant small. Right. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so didn't your, um, your social media grow into... You got in a magazine. So I actually did some press releases. I sent press releases out to all of the local news stations in Colorado Springs because so they're cool. closer. Yep. And also Denver. And the first station that hit us was Channel 13 in Colorado Springs. And... They're like, are you available for a Zoom interview this afternoon? I'm like, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Did, like, did you reach out to Kyle Dyer? Do you know who she is? I, a local news lady. I we'll, we'll get there later. I do know who she She's is. She's a friend of the show. Yeah, yeah we're, we're besties. Carry on. Awesome. I'm sorry to interrupt. So, yeah, Kyle awesome. Dyer is kind of our Easter egg. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so anyways... Um, I'll segue for you. Please. Thank you. Yeah, we need help. We need we direction. Got, it's a rudderless ship. We got an eye roll from our sound guy. <laughs> so I um, did the Zoom interview that afternoon, and it, like, after that, it literally went viral. Like, international. Had, it, yeah. We had People Magazine picked it up the next day. Yep. And so, and then somewhere in Australia they picked it up and they kind of changed the the verbiage of what the story was like um nobody wants this dog oh jeez like really sad it's just Mm -hmm. it's like it's not that manipulating emotions it's going to the the horse factory or whatever we're turning him into glue yeah and we had like I can't even tell you how many inquiries Mm -hmm. about him like I I was all, like borderline scared for my own sake of living in the shelter because I was afraid somebody was going to come and steal him. Right, oh, wow. because he was so wanted. So wanted, mm-hmm. and people thought that you know, like other shelters, that he would be put down oh, if no. nobody claimed him. Yeah, because he had some special requirements. He had to be an only pet. Mm-hmm. He's very picky about what other dogs he likes. Some of them he likes just fine, but the other ones, it's like. Uh-uh. Right. But he's also very reactive to mm-hmm. cars, to bikes, to everything. Needed a special kind of owner. Very special. So you mm-hmm. went down there to meet him. I did. Uh, Casey had to set up interviews because there were so many people and also because they were so, it was important to them to make sure that he went to the right place. Absolutely. They weren't just, you know, handing over the leash. Well, yeah, right. so especially with the, so many inquiries, you're going to get the best person altogether. Exactly. Gosh. It was a two-day meet and greet process. Right. So me and my mom uh, drove down there and spent the night, but uh, I met Drills. He was a lovely, lovely animal. However, and he loved you. Come on, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) What's not to love? And it ended up, what ended up happening then? I'll let you go for it. Yeah. Unless you want me to. I'll tell my story. Okay, you tell your side. So I went down there to meet Drools, and um, I've been living by myself in a place without a backyard since June. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't really want a dog. I wasn't looking for a dog. I, I wanted to help. Casey and Drools, and I get you 
you know, long story short, you know, at the very least, I'd have a nice weekend with my mom. Right. And so we go down there and I met him and we weren't really clicking or jiving or anything. Um, and he was a cool dog, but he was too much dog for me. You know, I've got weak old lady arms and, you know, oh, he's yes. a big, powerful animal. <laughs> and um, yeah, he just needed somebody else. And I knew and he knew that it wasn't the case. But while we were there, um, we met a couple of boxers, a girl boxer and an, an um, elderly boxer, little Billy. frosted face. Yep, Billy. Billy. He's so cute. just got adopted. He did. Yes. Oh, that's marvelous. Yes, it was it Minnesota. was hard to say no to him. He was so cute. Yes. And um, and this little dog named Mason. So uh, anyway, I met Mason and he had crazy lemur eyes and crazy hair and he looked like Jim from Taxi. Yeah. And he stood on the table <laughs> and just, you know, kind of shook and acted like he had palsy and was just crazy dog. And then I uh, the next day we were trying to make decisions between um, the boxers and Mason and I took Mason for a walk and he walked like he was the fawns like he didn't care that yeah, there were all these huge scary dogs barking at him and stuff he's just like I own this place this is my place you are welcome to come on this walk with me but I, I, he wasn't needy he was going to give me space and I just fell in love with him he's so cute and I named him Linus and I thank Casey for saving both of our lives I, I probably would have kept living nobody saved my life but I'm so happy with Linus <laughs> That was very dramatic. That was, who wow. saved who? Right. Who saved who? Oh, goodness. Who's walking who? I love Linus. That is so amazing. Cute. And um, not to step on the story, but the way that I understood it is that when you were there, there was a gentleman who yes. actually did end up adopting Drew. Who was a perfect match, right, Casey? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So he did get adopted by a young man. He's living the bachelor life. <laughs> yep, with a um, backyard and no other animals. Correct. Um, big high-fenced yard yeah and he actually lives 20 minutes from me oh, oh so you can visit drills whenever I, you want i have i visited him several oh, times oh, and so gone cool. on walks and as we we built such a special bond for two weeks of course you did and yeah, nobody I, else if, could if I'm, do that i'm remembering the story that shelly told me and i could be wrong about this but the way that i remembered it is that at first you thought that drills would only be good with a woman and stuff, and the fact that he bonded to that gentleman that he has him now was amazing, and it was just something super special. It really so, is. Well put. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really is. But in the meantime, like, not only did we get Drools a forever home, we got Mason a forever home. Yes. And while I was living there, we got three other dogs adopted that were intentionally there to meet Drools, or initially yes. there yeah. to meet Drools. They it was great exposure for the whole home. shelter. Well, and then we also established transfer partnerships with several different rescues mm-hmm. along the Front Range because obviously dogs down here get mm-hmm. a whole lot more exposure than dogs in right. remote areas. So we, it's, it's, it's kind of overwhelming for me to even be able to say this. So we pulled over 20 dogs mm-hmm. out of the shelter and in, into foster homes and they were down mm-hmm. to only six dogs in that shelter that's, that's amazing awesome. that's that amazing me, that that's my dream is mm-hmm. to run an animal rescue i mean that's going to be my retirement if my husband will get on board with that so we'll talk a little bit more and um mm-hmm. i we need to wrap this up One but more thing. 
Yes. You, you ha- do you have a thing? I no, a thing. I was just gonna. I was gonna go with all of her information so that we can sure. put it on the Facebook page. But Shelley, you go. You I just go, wanted girl. a grand total of how many days that Droll was in the shelter. Was it seven twenty-two? Seven twenty-nine. Seven twenty-nine. And anybody out there who has uh, something that they want to change, don't think that one person can't make a difference. That's absolutely. Awesome, Look at this. Yeah, I mean, she's all over the place doing all the things now with so many different. Are you misty? I'm a little. I think misty today. She's cried. <laughs> in both episodes today. I'm just so impressed with Casey. I just really admire her so much. So Casey, can you tell everybody how they can find uh, Relay for Rescue and any of your causes? You bet. So, um, and like I said before, the the awesome thing about Relay for Rescue is that it gathers multiple organizations within each city. So we've raised over $100,000 in yes. starting for probably approximately 40 different organizations holy so cow. split but we've we've really made a mark so so many grateful dogs yeah and cats and well we pigs. definitely we've been looking for a nonprofit um to sponsor us and we definitely want you to be one of them so that we're going to mention you quite a bit on our podcast um i'm going to make it my mission to get everybody who listens to this to do relay for rescue june July, 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 July 24th. because I get my J's mixed up. Um, July 24th, we're all going to do this and we're going to promote the heck out of it. And we're going to put all of Casey's information up on our page and, um, and get as much as we can for the puppies because we love the puppers. So. We love the puppies. We love Casey. And we hope yes. your date we goes well. And pigs. We love animals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you so much, Casey. Thank and, you so um, much. We will, uh, Take another break. Baby, I'm playing on you tonight. Hunt you down, eat you alive. Just like animals, animals, like animals, moles. Maybe you think that you can hide. I can smell your symphonies. Just like animals, animals, like animals, moles. Baby, I'm playing. Welcome back to our show. It's about dogs. And we love them. For shizzle. I just made that song up <laughs> off the fly. I know that you thought I took a really long time to write it, but I didn't. Um, so we're going to go into our top five, which is going to be our top five favorite dog breeds. Um, I know that all dogs are amazing. These are just our specific top five. And um, if you don't like what I have, fight me. No, I'm just kidding. Or bite me. Bite me. Yeah. Um, no. Or wag at me. Or wag. Yeah. You whatever agree. you have to do. No, we. These are just our specific ones. I love all the dogs. Um, I know that some of them get a bad rap, like pit bulls. I think that pit bulls are the cutest puppies oh, of any puppy. So cute. So snuggly. Pit bulls are awesome. Yeah. It's, you know what they say? It's uh, bad owners, not I agree. bad yeah. dogs. Yeah. Although no bad pit bulls dogs. are not on my top five. Me either. But, but let's give them a shout out. Okay. As a runner. Yeah, yeah that's they're a runner up. They have the best pu- puppies. Cutest puppies. Pit Pitbulls. Yep. Wonderful. Okay. So my number five, I'm going to go first this time since you went first last time. I think. I don't know. Was that before today? Um, (laughs) My number five is a Wheaton Terrier. Um, Only because Daryl just looked at me really weird because he'll know when I say it. Yep. My friend Christy has a dog named Brandy that's a Wheaton Terrier and I love her. So, so and I keep saying that I'm going to steal her and it's kind of funny because she looks bigger, Mm -hmm. but she's really just a lot of fluff and she's really only probably 15 pounds, but she she is the sweetest. She she has your sister's name. Yeah, she does. But yeah, that 
whatever. But I just love this freaking dog. She's amazing. And she's become my new favorite breed. So I love Wheaton Terriers. Is that what um, Deb's little Gordie Howe is? What is he? No, that he is a... um, uh, Some kind of schnauzer? No, he's a, a, he's a the, terrier. He's a terrier. He's the one on the the uh, Caesar dog food. Caesar, Caesar dog, dog food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whatever Caesar that is. I'll think yeah. of okay, it cool. in a yeah. second. But yeah, he's so cute. He's a Wheaton terrier. No, that's what you just <laughs> Wait, said. That's dude. what I just said. It's okay. We'll get back. Okay, to it. I might be wrong on what Christie's dog is. <laughs> I love Christie's dog. <laughs> my Brandy, d- my number five favorite kind of dog is Christie's dog. <laughs> Christie's dog with her curly number hair. Number five you is know. Christie's dog, the curly-haired one. You know. Oh my goodness! Somebody shoot me. My number five is probably the same as Queen Elizabeth's corgis. They're so short. They're so short. They're short and fat. I don't even think they have kneecaps. They just walk around on their cute oh, little stumps. Yeah. Corgis just, are so cute. So cute. And they have little fox ears. I don't know. They could be bastards. I don't know that much about the breed. They could be just jerks. But oh. they're really cute looking. <laughs> I thought you meant they didn't have fathers. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> no. I thought. So too. I'm like, well, no. they had to get here somehow. I get. Okay. I should have clarified. Westy. Westy. That's what Deb De- Gordy is yes. a Westie. This is good a Wheaton. Co- okay. Okay, good I'm good. You're yeah, I was having a panic attack that I was going to do another Chester Bennington field because I said his name wrong in the other, which I'm taking back right now. Chester, I'm sorry. I said your last name wrong in a couple episodes ago. It's all good. Okay, we're back to Will breeds. Will Wheaton is your favorite dog. Well, not Will Wheaton. He's my favorite Star Trek character. Yes. Yeah. Wheaty Westy. Wheaton Terriers are my f- number five. Okay. Wheaties are your favorite breakfast cereal. Okay. Okay. What's your number four? Number four is Shih Tzu's. Ooh. She like likes to say it. smushed face, don't you? I do. I would go with smushed face dogs over anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Shih Tzu's, I think, because Fiona Baby Daddy was mm-hmm. a Shih Tzu, so her puppies were half Shih Tzu's. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So I'm, I'm assuming that we had them... Um, we, when I say we, my friend Nikki, who has cannoli, yes. one of um, Fiona's, Fiona's babies. babies, had them um, tested, DNA tested. Fun. And they came back Shih Tzu, Schnauzer mix. So oh. we're assuming Fiona's the Schnauzer, uh-huh. um, that baby daddy is sure. the Shih Tzu. Oh, cute. So, he was a yeah. shady Shih Tzu. He was shady Shih Tzu, <laughs> but a Shih Tzu nonetheless. He didn't stick around. No. no he no. doesn't even know his kids. Deadbeat dog. Left her sitting by the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. I'm outie. <sighs> okay. Can't trust anybody. Nope. My number four is an American Bulldog. And one of my favorite dogs that I ever uh, dog sat was Chubbs. And Chubbs was an American Bulldog that didn't have a tail. And uh, Chubbs was a she. And she was about the cutest dog ever. We just had two American Bulldogs moving next door to us. Neighbors. Yeah, we got neighbor dogs, yeah. Yeah. Cool. They're very cute. And I don't know their names yet, but I pat them all the time. And I... I think that the girl may have just had puppies because she has some big teats. Yep. Um, saggy teats. Or she just has saggy teats, which <laughs> that happens to the best of us. No teat shaming um, on the show. Right. <laughs> but um, I'm going to meet them. And if she has puppies, I'm going to kiss them on their yeah, faces. I want to come over and kiss them too. They Perfect. have the cutest little underbites. Yeah. I'm gonna t- I'll take pictures of our new neighbors soon. Oh, please do. Yeah. Um, my number three is a Pekingese. Oh, um, no. I love the Pekingese because, first of all, the flat face. It was my first ever dog that I had as Guinness. an adult. Was Guinness? Yeah. Um, and um, he he was the best. Sir Edward Guinness Brown was the coolest dog. Yeah, ever. so Sir cute. Edward Guinness Brown, and um, loved me. My mom had Pekingese growing up. 
that's why I, I didn't know that. that. Was, yeah, she had um, Scampy was her dog, <laughs> and um, she used to take him on the roof with her and watch. She lived right she next lived, door to a drive-in. Yeah, she lived by the, oh. the drive-in, so she would get on the roof with with Scampy and watch Scampy the movies. Scampy with an I or with a Y? I'm assuming it was with an I, but I yeah. really don't know the answer that's to that really question. That's really cute. Yeah. Uh, my number three is a pug. Two of my favorite dogs are, are pugs, and that's Eyeballs and Kong. And what's so cool about pugs, aside from they're so adorable and expressive, they're so low maintenance and snuggly. Yeah. They're just cute little <laughs> snuggle butts. And whenever uh, I would dog sit um, Kong, he would just get under the covers and like curl up between your knees and just cozy, cozy and so cute. And I love pugs. Daryl's mom had a pug. It was the fattest um, little loaf of bread. Butterball boy, that this you've thing. Ever seen. Loaf of bread was good, yeah. She looked did. like a loaf of bread. Oh, so God. cute. Yeah, mo- yeah, lots of ripples. Gidget. So, Gidget. Um, my number two is a schnauzer mm. in honor of Fiona, my little rescue dog. Um, like I said, we think that she's schnauzer from the DNA testing on the, her puppies. Um, they came back 70% schnauzer shih tzu mixes. Really? We think that she is also half Pomeranian, or Pomeranian, goodness gracious, um, Papillon, because her oh. ears are so big. God, her ears are so cute. They she, take up half her body. She does. She has. She's Dumbo. Like Gremlins. Absolutely. So we think she's a schnauzer, Papillon, but I have a tendency to love schnauzers a lot. I think miniature schnauzers. Not that I just like small breeds, but I love all the dogs, so it doesn't really matter. But number two, schnauzer. Very good. Uh, my number two is Basset Hounds. And number two. Yeah. yeah well, because know, huh? Lin- Linus bumped her because he's alive and he's my, oh. my baby now. But um, Sparkles, the Basset Hound, uh, the blind Basset Hound was my sole animal. And I just think all Basset Hounds are so cute. They're stubborn as heck and they're super independent and they're really, really smart. But they're just long, silky, soft ears and they're mm-hmm. cute, short little legs and the little snuggle bottoms and their cute little tails. I just, I could just eat a Basset Hound for breakfast. They're so cute. Well, don't because that would be great gross but um it would yeah but i see something going on here with shelly she likes some low yeah to yeah. the ground you got, you like mm-hmm. the dog. Yeah. yeah you like a smush face i like it where they can't run away from me yeah. <laughs> and now, I like now you have like she's got this men. dog with these long old legs <laughs> yeah that's true and uh, oh my god he's all kangaroo <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh sparkles was this most snuggliest you could just like hold her like a baby and she was even though she was huge she was kind of <laughs> she was a, a big pig, baby but yeah she was so, she was cool softest ears loved her my number one um is my dream dog i don't have one i don't even really know anything about them they could be again asshole bastards i don't think that they are but i really 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 want a frenchie Ooh, French yeah. bulldog is. Yes. I know they're really expensive. I know that Daryl doesn't want any more dogs, but so I want cute. a French bulldog really bad. You would be a great French and bulldog. And if mom. Um, anybody that um, has one and are going to breed Mick Drybread, um, <laughs> I, I'm on your side. We'll give you free commercials. We'll give you free commercials for life. Oh, wait, we're already doing that. Oh. And um, we'll. I'll get your Frenchie babies, and I am the best dog mom. So she is the best dog mom, and we don't use real names on the show. It's actually uh, Nick Skyhead. Yes, Yes. Nick Skyhead, the the dog breeder. Yeah, yeah, and not the tanning. No, no, it's not the same person. (laughs) Nope, different. Yep, different guy. My number one is uh, a wireless terrier mix like Linus. Oh, so he's. uh, I have not had him DNA tested. Um, I never wanted a Barky Terrier terrorist. (laughs) In my whole life, he's 15 pounds of attitude, mm-hmm. um, but he doesn't shed, which is fun. That's um, he sleeps through the night, unlike 
somebody else's dog. <laughs> that was, I don't He's know so why I'm in that noise. <laughs> that his was your pug. His head is the size of a tangelo, and his legs are so long and lanky, and he's just it's such a weird-looking creature, and I'm I just crazy about him. I think Linus is part Manchester Terrier or Man Pin because of those legs. Well, let's just say all mixes. So yes. we're number he's one, mixy, mix. Is, is like a mutt. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, number a one's a mutt. Breed. Yeah, the best breeds are mixed breeds in mm-hmm. humans and in um, real life. They're yeah. the cutest, smartest ones. And can, in I, dogs. can I say mine? Please. Nope. Mine is a German Shepherd. Really? And we had a German Shepherd growing up. We got him when I was two years old. Yeah. Best dog ever. His name was Walt. And uh, just the most protective, best dog ever. Great and he, with kids, he, right? He, yeah, he, he was great, yeah. And he lived to be, well, he lived until I was 21 years old. Dang. So we had him when I was two, 21. Wow. And just the best dog ever, yeah. I thought you were going to say Bull Terrier. Well, I want a Bull Terrier. That's like but this I said McKinsey my favorite dog, right? Yeah. But yeah. His fa- okay. Oh, yeah. People that have German Shepherds, that's what they have the rest of their life. Yeah. I like German Shepherds. That. I think that they're really cool. I would totally mm-hmm. have one. They shed really bad, and yeah. that's a problem yeah, that's for me. In our their house. ears are so cute. <laughs> They, yeah, but I take I'll take anything. I'm not sure. gonna lie. It's yeah. It's lucky I have Daryl. I just have to say because I would be an animal hoarder. Oh, I yeah. thought because I was your favorite dog or something. <laughs> that too. Who let the dogs out? Lisa, right. all night long. Perfect. Oh, so um, yeah, those are our favorite dog breeds. That was our top five. Thank you for listening. We will be back with our manwich minute. Our. Now, ladies. It's time for the Cosmic Seeker of Love. He's more than just a meal. And he ain't no sloppy Joe. Oh yeah, he's the man witch. Oh yeah. Alrighty guys, well, another interesting day with the podcasting and uh, dog rescue talking and pet talking and all this fun talk about pet, pets, pets. Yep. Uh, I'm going to personally put out a, a message to the Niagara Falls area to carry this gal with her uh, pet rescue to see if we can't get something out there. I think that'd be just a great thing for them to, to go get on board with, you know. So uh, Maybe she'd find a boyfriend in the Niagara Falls well, area. Well, yeah, she's out looking. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she will. Maybe she'll find one of them boyfriends in the she's Niagara Falls catch, area. Gents. Yeah, she was, she was a looker. I ain't going to lie. But uh, but yeah, fun fun thing. So yeah, people go go to her website so we can help them out. You know, it's always good to to help small businesses out, that, especially when they're doing good like this. Helping out pets is very very important. They can't help themselves. So, I'm your man witch, and that's my minute. Forty five seconds. That's good. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. Thank you, Daryl, for your. Pr- Wonderful perspective of our show, as always. We I just, just couldn't do it without you two. <laughs> thank you, Brian. I'd like to thank the Academy. Um, Tighten it up. I'd like to t- thank um, God and Jesus. And um, no, I'm that's not me at all. But I do thank everybody for listening again. Please find us on all the social media sites. We have a great, great, fun Facebook page. Um, our website is um, Goodwitch. Dash, 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 Okay, back up. Josh Newman. Good witch, bad witch. No. Nope. Do hush me. Oh my God, stay classy. <laughs> <laughs> Our website is goodwitch-badwitch.com. Facebook page, goodwitch, badwitch podcast, Instagram, Patreon, the Twitter, 
times. Go to our website, buy some merch. Our leggings are super cute. We've got buttons. We've got stickers. Um, I'm going to go get Lisa a drink, loosen her up a little <laughs> I bit. Yes. Goodness yeah. gracious. And I even ate this time. I always like say, I need to eat. I ate. Daryl made an amazing breakfast. Hey, we're going to talk to Casey again, closer to the Relay for Rescue. We'll give you guys some more information. Uh, Lisa and Daryl are kind enough to be donating some prizes for that, for the raffle. It's going to be super awesome. Thank you guys for joining us today. Um, I hope you all stay witchy, friends. Stay bitchy.